Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am your co-host. I am your host, Mikey, along with co-host Sora. Sora, you there? Maybe. Okay. Good to know. Well, tonight is episode four of the Creepers Lab, Lab podcast. Uh, thank you all for joining us, whether you're out there on Twitch or you're watching this later. Um, the music you just heard. Uh, there were two songs, because we had a slight difficulty in something. One was by Approaching Nirvana, and the other one was by Azurkon. We have our special event, as usual, planned tonight, and we are joined by nobody. It's kind of sad, but Scree, Sarah, and Doc. Doc's at a birthday party, I think, and Scree ran into some work stuff, so they couldn't be with us tonight. So... As usual, we are going to move on to our first topic of the night, being Team 9000 has recently joined the Creepers Lab Network, and I'm kind of excited about it myself. Just earlier tonight, I opened up podcast spots for them if they wanted them, so we'll see how that goes. Sora, any thoughts on that? I just have to make the obligatory, it's over 9000 joke. It is over 9000. Now that we've gotten that out of the way... Yeah, it had to be done. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, as you said, it's obligatory. Yeah, it was painful. It yeah, was right. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. So, uh, any, any just general thoughts on, on the server uh, joining us? It's interesting. Um, for anybody that's either new to the server or, you know, long-time people, they know about Sanctum and its suicide-worthily good builds, and they're pretty much tired of the team of those people. Yeah, it's kind of the CAG crew, as I call it. Yeah, lots and lots of self-work, of uh, self-loathing is caused by this place. Yep. But it, I, I think it's good to have them. I think it'll it'll help our player base a little bit, and I think I think it'll be fun to uh to have that extra option for our players too. Oh, definitely. Um, and along with that, I didn't include this for you. Um, but we have a lost world now. Avalonia has been retired, and I got retired on the fifteenth of April. So, how do you feel about that? Uh, considering I've been there a total of once, and I'm pretty sure anybody that's been there has probably been there a total of once outside CAG, who just used it for ore mining, uh, yeah, it won't be missed. Yeah, I think Doc kind of misses it the most, because he, he kind of implemented it, but I, I used it a lot for ore mining. I got most of my diamonds there. Nobody wanted to touch it, mostly because the entire map was player built, and, and the entire thing felt like griefing if you either broke down a tree or tried to build anything there. I, I think people just didn't want to feel bad for like messing with it, and I I, yeah. I even had staff like, oh my god, don't touch Avalonia. It's like it's it's there to mess with. I mean, it's there to build on. But yeah, but um, you know, it, it goes on. It happens. But I think everything is now running a little better now that everything is remotely linked instead of just uh, in the, on the server hardware. So that that helps some. I should run a little smoother now. Yeah, it it definitely has felt like it too. So yeah. more will come in the future. 
So is anything replacing it as of now, or is it just empty until Doc puts something in its place? I, I think Team 9000 was a bit of the uh, filler there for for Avalonia, because um, it, re it was retired shortly after T T9K joined us, so... Uh, yeah, um, that's just kind of my thoughts on the matter. So, if you have anything else to add, feel free to it. Um, no, I haven't actually been around as much to see the whole implementation. I blame work for that. But from what I've seen, uh, it's been pretty pleasant transition. Yeah, it hasn't been that bad. Nice people. So moving on. <laughs> Recently, as everybody so frantically found out, PC GTA 5 is finally released. But the thing that kind of threw me for a loop is uh, how quickly it was modded. It, it was modded in a couple days or, or three. Yeah. I've already seen some images across the Googles. To Google. Mostly devoted like demotivational posters. Like one specifically introducing you've modded GTA too much when you have Winnie the Pooh talking to Hitler. But now we get that with a new one, so that's good to look forward to. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Of course that's a thing. It's the internet. Never underestimate the internet. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there's a Minecraft mod out there like that, too. I wouldn't doubt it. I, I think I know what I'm adding if I ever get to do the mod pack. Hitler? Yep. No, I'm kidding. I'm yep. not actually going to do that. Uh, Doc would probably kill me. Probably. Just a little bit. Maybe. Just Worth a little. It. Worth it. It happens. <sighs> Um, moving on, because I kind of skipped this one, but um, the the devs for the game Prey, which was a long time ago, 2006, I think, um, were collaborated with Amazon Gaming uh, recently. So uh, Amazon Gaming put out its very first game called Lost Within, which is a horror kind of first-person action game. It's not a shooter game. Um, but it's definitely it's definitely a very psychologically based game, and um, the the devs um, put it like, you know, we we put a ton of work into bringing you an experience that would look and feel like something you could play on a PC or a console, but it was made for iOS or Amazon devices. Now seeing it played a lot, I the gameplay. Is, is really solid. The, the artwork is really good for it, and uh, I, I think it's it's gonna do well. Considering that before today I didn't even know Amazon had a gaming division, uh, we'll see. It kind of sounds like they're trying to turn into the next Google. Yeah, um, it, the, if, here, here on Twitch, the ad runs a lot, uh, but if, if you don't go on Twitch a lot, you know, I don't think you would see the ad as much. Um, but I, I watched a couple people play it, and it, it, it still, it looked like a solid game. It, it's got enough scare factor to it to balance out the, the fact that it's a touch, 
touchscreen, yeah, touchscreen gaming. Uh, so that that's that's my big opinion on it. Kind of does remind me of Prey, though the the graphics. I have not played that game, so I cannot make a comparison that is any sort of meaningful. Yeah, I told you to watch the trailer. Maybe. Yeah, well, time is a thing. Yeah, the fact that we had ten minutes before we decided to do this is a thing. Um, I blame the tree that fell into the road and toppled that SUV and blocked the road. Oh, I didn't hear that a tree fell in the road, but... Well, what do you think blocks a 15-minute uh, car ride into an hour? Um, well, stupid people just getting in a car wreck. That was my thought. You didn't tell me trees got involved, Sora. Hey, Mikey, there was a tree involved. Thanks for letting me know this. Like, know. 20 minutes after the fact that we started. <laughs> Everybody loves surprises. Everybody loves surprises. Now, um, if we keep on going down a little bit, the new Battlefront has been uh, has been a officially announced, and I'm really excited for that because it'll be coming to PC along with PS4 and Xbox One. Now, if you're not a Battlefront fan, you're probably not going to be as hyped about this as <laughs> Um But I really hope it lives up to the last two games because I thought they were astounding. So far from your description of it, it's called but worse. Yep, um, Am I wrong? Yeah, it, you're not wrong. Okay. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's gonna be good. So. Um, if I shoot, I might get it just if I shoot. Aww, just. He's I have parents that exist, and I hate them sometimes. Sorry about that. I neck you. Shut up, Sora. You had parents, too. Unless you didn't. I am my own parents. Exactly. But, since we're on the topic of Star Wars, I just kind of also want to talk about the movie, too. Which, again, I'm really, really excited about. What I've seen about that so far is people freaking out about a black stormtrooper and an old... Old, old Han Solo saying, "We're home, Chewie." Yep, that was basically the entire trailer. Oh, oh, well then, I didn't miss much. Eh, but um, so, eh, but the but it really I'm... looks like the old Star Wars movies. It really, it really looks like they're they're doing it well. Fair. I was alive when the Phantom Menace came out, and that's the same thing people said when they saw that trailer. And look how that turned out. It turned out, yeah. Phantom Menace turned out really well, I think. It was. Busy. I, I think you need to go hide from people who heard that statement from you because they might want to not make you live anymore. Yeah. Um, I think Phantom Menace got a lot of hype due to just because it was a. It, it was just a continuation to Star Wars. People got so so um, so hyped about it. And then it came out. People watched it, and they went, "What is going on with my life?" Yeah. Um. Did you actually see it? I saw Phantom Menace. Yes, I saw Phantom Menace when it came out in the theaters. We went in excited. We came out just watch. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of felt like that. You said you liked it. Well, Why? I did. I did. 
I, I did like it. Um, so, I, okay. There, probably, the worst part of the movie was when they tried to explain the Force, and, you know, oh, it's these little microscopic organisms that move things around. Yeah. What? Overall, I thought it was a decent movie that I liked, but I thought it didn't live up to the expectations, so I have a love-hate relationship with it. And then we won't even discuss the second and third movies. Yeah, let's... Those kind of disappointed me, so... Let's just not. Alright, so... Um... Yes, next, um... Steam has been thinking about a new rule to improve their security, and, um... And they're thinking about uh, limiting users who haven't spent more than $5 or $5 to prevent spam slash phishing, you know, so they don't want a lot of dead accounts on their inactive accounts, stuff like that, and... I do have a question about this. Is this just $5 that's been spent on Steam or for Steam-enabled games? Uh, it, it's for Steam, for the whole platform so of Steam. So for people that buy games at, say, GameStop, that need, like, PC games, that need Steam in order to work, and need a Steam account in order to work, how well, would that work with those people? Well, whenever, when, if you get something at, like, GameStop, like a game card for a game, and you register it with Steam, it counts that as a purchase. So, say, if I bought Skyrim for the PC, and I used Steam with it, then it would license it under Steam, and it would, you know, say, "Hey, this guy spent money on this, so he's so okay." Games like that do, do so preserve the users. Yeah, it's, so it's exclusively targeting people that make an account and then never do anything with it. Yeah, like me, for instance. Yeah. Because I had I made one a couple years ago, and I don't have to log in for it anymore, and haven't touched it since. Uh, remember password. That's, I forgot your password? Yes. I don't even have any games on it, or thought on it, or any money on it. Yeah. I used it once. Eh, it's, it's not the worst thing. Yeah. Um, I kind of like Steam. It just, it's organized better for me. Because I can't organize worth crap. Um... I I like having physical games. I'm sorry. Steam could tank at any point, and then all the money you put into it just die. Yeah. I, like, I like I like having hard copies of my console games, but if it's a PC game that I can download from Steam, then I'm probably going to use Steam. Yeah. Um, so since we've kind of hit the halfway point, I'm going to let you take over for our event explanation. Alrighty then. So, today's event that we're going to be covering is the Cult of Nyx. Cult of Nyx new mission, Steel Mountain. Yes. Are we done, Mikey? Huh? Are we done? No. So, as I was saying, Cult of Nyx is a new addition to Event Night. Where it is basically an ocean monument that was mon modified to constantly be reset to give people a chance to battle elders and battle the little guardian fish things 
and try to clear a monument by themselves and get a sponge. It's mostly for people to get a sponge and have a chance to meet the elders instead of expanding the borders of the world consistently and trying to find new monuments for themselves. Run all night every event night and a maximum of three each night to limit the amount of sponges that get out into the world. Well, all you have to do is let a staff know that you want to run it. There is a teleport to it through the end of time. Through oh, I haven't been there in a while. I believe it is in. Hmm. Mikey, what's the what's the portal under? Um, I think it's additional attractions. Maybe. I think yeah. I couldn't remember the name of it. Additional track, I believe, on the second floor. Just look for the Halls of Nick sign, press the button, and then let the staff know that you want to run it so that they reset it. Yeah. And it is pretty much try to beat everything in there before they brutally murder you. I've done it a few times. I got like 37 sponges. Well, that was the opening event where we let it pretty much go free-for-all. We do, we will be doing that sometimes, like once every once in a while. And there is a special event boss that we sometimes release. Yep. I, I was there for that, too. But so we'll, it does, we'll leave that a secret for them. Yeah. But it does run every event night, so anytime anybody wants to tackle it, just let people know and run it. Yep. And that's my... All right. So moving on... Um... We're on our last few things for tonight. We've got what to make of... Um, we, we got a study from German scientists and gamers that games might affect sexist attitudes. You know what affects sexist attitudes? Studies about sexist attitudes saying that games are sexist. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like they may have a point. Just a little bit of a point because uh, I reviewed the data. And so, like, certain games and certain gender roles in that game might, you know, provide this sexist viewpoint for them to feed off of. I kind of think it's a bit dumb, but they, they they have their point there, so. And honestly, it's not the fault of the, cr the content creators. They're pressured into using mostly male casts or male main characters. Like, yeah. um, what's it just came out? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> thinking. One second. Why'd you have to go and think now? I think sometimes. Didn't know I was uh, aware of that. This game just came out, I believe, for Steam. YouTubers covering it like crazy. Um, and it has a girl as the main character. Uh, I cannot place my on the name of this game. We'll think about it. Um... But pretty much the story is they went to multiple producers to try to get their game produced, and every everyone they went to pretty much said, "If the game is great, just change the the main character to a man, and you have a deal." That's, and they that's not nice. So they kept going around to different producers for about four years until they found one that would run with a female ca a female main character. I mean, so look it's not. It's not really the designers, it's more the marketing of the big producers that are pushing these games out that yeah. it's causing this from. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have the Apple iWatch, which I just... The the best way to let people know that you're terrible with cash. 
ten thousand yeah. dollars for a freaking watch. Just why talk to your phone when you can talk into your wrists? Exactly, and, and you look like a complete idiot. Yeah. My theory is the best ten thousand dollars you've ever spent until you have to replace it in two years. Or you drop it in the toilet. Yeah, that too. And seriously, who still wears watches? You have phone time date calendars on your phone. I mean, it's good to, to keep a watch just in case you're in a spot where you can't use your phone or your phone has died. But, you know, it's... Mm-hmm. Th- those kind yeah. of phone watches are just irrelevant, and they're a good way to show that you have a lot of money. <sighs> yeah. Uh, next... The next big step in gaming, NVIDIA, NVIDIA, I don't know how you care to say that, um, they have pushed out a console-tablet combination called the NVIDIA Shield. Uh, it's powered by an Intel Core processor, I do believe, and a miniature uh, graphics card, which they are famous for, and it, it well, it, it's going to cost around $200 whenever it has, um, it has been released so I, I think it's a cool product they they want it to compete with the PS4 or Xbox one and they think that it since it since it is Nvidia and it's not super expensive high-end and it runs really well uh, according to their, their CEO and, and marketers that it'll be able to uh, work well with with um, buyers. Of course, the marketers are going to say it runs well. Yeah. I don't doubt that the software is good. I just doubt that people have a lot of serious games that they buy a serious mobile gaming console for. I mean, mobile games are fine-ish, but you, you don't get you don't get serious games on mobile. Except there was one game that tried to put out a sequel as an only mobile, and they ended up porting it anyway because no one was buying it. What game was that? I think it was, uh, it wasn't Deuce Ex Machina, wasn't it? I don't know. I'm, barely, I'm grasping at straws here. My memory is not the greatest. We know. Um, <laughs> finally, I'm, our... I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. Fine. Go. This could be good. This console, I, this console tablet could be good if we had some serious mobile games created you know, things not like Clash of Clans or... Well, they're I thinking can't... about making it compatible with a lot of disc games. Having... How would you make they're, How they're... would a tablet compatible with this, this Well, game? the thing is, it's not as big as a console, but it's not as small as a tablet. So they're including a slim uh, disc drive. So it's a touchscreen PSP. Basically, yeah, it's... I kind of compared it to the Wii U. But the Wii U still needs the physical console to work. Yeah. But it's it's pretty much just a, a full-size CD reader on a PSP. Yep. With fancy graphic card. Yep. Moving on, then! Whoop-de-doo. Moving on to our last thing of tonight is the... Wow, World of Warcraft. Everybody loves it. Added a patch for... Katy Perry's halftime show being left shark. Let's... I literally have I have one single comment 
sword fashion. Wow. Agreed. Um, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I kind of want to put my two cents in here for that. But, um... I'm, means... I'm done with it. These things need to stop. They probably got those costumes at Goodwill for 20 bucks. Okay? Move on. This is yeah. two months later, and it's still relevant, and it shouldn't be. And that's my problem with this. It's a guy in a crappy shark costume flailing his arms wildly, and then people just continue it and love it, and Meaner is stupid. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I have covered everything on my topic list. If you have any final comments you want to add, go for it. Dead. Dead. Agreed. Alright, so thank you guys for watching. Had a great time. Thanks for stopping in. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye! -bye. Bye.